New report says Zion Williamson is, quote, not even close, end quote, to making his return for the New Orleans Pelicans. So now the question isn't when Zion will return, it's, have the Pelicans handled this poorly? Who's to blame? And what do you do about this mess going forward? We're going to break it all down in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Tuesday, doing a show I didn't expect to do. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. Zion stuff today. We'll look at the Thunder with a crossover with Locked On Thunder host Ryland Styles. That one's going to be awesome. We'll get you set for the game. And we do this free. Five days a week, no one else coming to you like this. It's going to be a fun offseason. we got a lot to talk about this offseason too, so please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And follow along on YouTube. And if you want to support the channel, comment down below on YouTube as well. Number one thing you can do. So today we're going to talk about Zion Williamson and how the Pelicans have handled this situation, because my thoughts on this have changed a little bit with the report from Sham Sharania that Zion Williamson is not even close to making his return. And we shouldn't expect to see him, you know, in the first round of the postseason. They're not, there's no expectation from the Pelicans that he'll be on the court at any point in the first round. This isn't ideal. And to be honest, this isn't the show that I was expecting to do today. And this is a show that I'm almost annoyed that I have to do. And trust me, I have to do it. This is, We're going to answer three questions. We're going to answer three questions. Have the Pelicans handled this poorly? You know, why are we playing this game of leaks at this point? And does Zion need to talk? Those are the three segments. And the first and second might kind of merge together into one. So this is important because it overshadows everything. The Pelicans have a a literal win or go home game, a do or die game on Wednesday. Tomorrow, likely by the time that you're listening to this, unless you're watching early on YouTube. And we're not talking about that game. That's nuts. That's nuts. You have a literal game seven, essentially, coming up. And we're not talking about that today. We should be. That was the plan. I was going to run the crossover with the Locked on Thunder host today. And we're not doing that because of this new leak, not from the team, not from Zion, but from a third party, Shams, about all of this. This is a distraction. This is a distraction. You know, I did a show on Zion last week when we got the latest update on Zion and all of that. And I said, one of the reasons why maybe they just were kind of waiting and stuff and didn't release the update on Tuesday, waited till Thursday was maybe you don't want the players and coaches being asked about Zion because they have games that matter. And when that was released on Thursday, Friday, after the Pelicans beat the Knicks, the question, you know, in the pregame stuff to Willie Green was about Zion, basically the entirety of the press conference. And then all of the players were asked about Zion in the locker room or at the podium after the game. Not about how you guys did, other things. The main questions were about Zion Williamson not playing. If you're these players, and I spoke to one today about this, do you, do you think this is fun? 
when you're about to go to battle for your season and your season's at stake, and they all love Zion Williamson, don't get me wrong, but do you think they're not focused on the opponent and they want to be focused on that and they want to talk about their play and how they can help the team win or do things like that? If someone goes and scores 50 points for this team and the first or second question is about Zion Williamson, how does it make the player feel? It's not great, right? It just overshadows everything. It's a distraction. It's not ideal. And it has become this when it didn't need to be at all. I didn't have a problem with some of the vagueness in the Pelican statements early on. That that update that wasn't really an update that said, as warranted, we'll let you know. Basically, when I said the show was literally titled, don't overthink this, it was Zion's not ready yet. Simple as that. Zion's not ready yet. And all those subsequent leaks from then have basically said the exact same thing. So all of the messaging kind of on where Zion stands is, is actually consistent, even with leaks coming from his people too, sort, sort of. So all of that's consistent that he's just not ready yet, and that's kind of what it is. But because there was so much of a fan uproar over that update that wasn't an update, that David Griffin needed to come out and speak about this, you know, prior to shoot around on Friday and speak even a little bit more about everything and kind of try and explain all of it. Notice he didn't do that on camera. They didn't roll the cameras during all of that, which seems a little interesting to me. And basically said, you know, Zion's not there. You know, we have metrics we want him to meet. There, there are stages he's got to go through, and he's not at that point. Now, David Griffin was also kind of talking about both out of both sides of his mouth with this. And this is where things get murky, and this is where it became a problem by needing to clarify this. Again, I've always said the Pelicans, they owe you as a fan a lot. I don't think they owe you pure transparency when it comes to injuries. Zion will play when he's going to play. The last thing you want to be doing is kind of creating this expectation that, oh my God, maybe he'll be playing on Friday or he'll be playing in the playing tournament. No one really said anything about that. When everyone's like, he should be playing or I thought he was going to be playing and I'm just like, where, where did that come from? Because that's not what I was saying here. I said, based on what I had heard was no playing tournament and maybe in the playoffs. And now it seems like that's a little bit further away based on some things. But no one had really ever said anything like that. And a lot of fans kind of built it up in their minds. And it's a little bit of high mind too, where if one person says it and so others start saying it and kind of builds and builds and builds. And you create this expectation that it's just not a thing, to be perfectly honest. And it forced the team to clarify because there was immediate backlash to it. And that's why David Griffin came out and spoke. And some other things leaked from all of that. So when Griffin came out and spoke and said, you know, he, he's not meeting some of the benchmarks, he's not there. And then also said, you know, Zion doesn't feel right either. He's telling us he's not ready to kind of take the next step going forward. These are two separate things. And this is where it gets murky. And this is where it becomes a problem. Let's get into that. We'll merge the next, we'll, we'll merge this with the next segment because they kind of ties together with the leaks too. Why all of a sudden did this become a problem when I don't think it needed to be? Let's get into that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that though, Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Game Time. If you want to go to the playing tournament game tomorrow, there's still time to get tickets. You don't want to be stressed trying to do this, finding a right deal at the last minute. The prices are going to be high because people are excited about this. But the Game Time app makes it super easy. And they have flash deals and last minute tickets and easy to find and buy on basically any kind of event you want, concerts, 
play in tournament games, and game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. If you decide tomorrow, Wednesday, that you want to go to the game last minute, you can do it. You don't need to plan months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and you can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for basketball, football, concerts, whatever it is. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NBA for $20 off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed and thank you for making locked on pelicans your first listen today and every day we're here monday through friday for y'all breaking down the topics you want to know diving into the zion williamson thing here giving you my opinion no one else comes to you like this completely free five days a week we'll be doing it in the off season too we'll drop to three days a week in like august maybe september we're going to carry you through the draft through free agency as well so you at least got me through like middle of july five days a week still and hopefully a longer playoff run for the pelicans and today we're talking about the zion williamson situation and i'm so annoyed by this you can probably hear it a little bit in my voice. I want to talk about the game. I want to talk about the do or die game seven game where the stakes are as big as they get. And we're not doing that because the Pelicans have messed this up. Zion has also messed this up and we'll get into him a little bit more in the next segment. This didn't need to be a thing. Team owes you. They don't owe you full transparency on injuries. Zion, they basically said is not ready yet. It's as simple as that. I also think there's reasons to not put out a lot of this stuff. And that's now what we're getting into. It creates confusion amongst fans. And now it does look like the team is lying. That's a big deal. You should not be outright lied to by the team. The team simply saying Zion's not ready yet is fine. All of a sudden now it goes from Zion's not meeting the benchmarks to Zion actually is also telling us he's not ready yet. And you know that's not true. Because immediately after that, it was kind of leaked to Shams, who's been leaking all of this from both sides, saying that, you know, it's the Pelicans that are holding him back. They don't view him as ready. And it's not that Zion isn't doing the rehab, the conditioning, all of that. It's just the Pelicans don't think he's ready yet. And they want to kind of put, shift the blame onto the team for why Zion's not playing. And it's worked. I've seen a lot of people say on Twitter, hey, if the hamstring is healed, he should be playing. Simple as that. Maybe, maybe not. That's a debate for actually in the offseason and not one we're going to get into today. But if you want to let me know if you think he should play, regardless if he's conditioned well for it, let me know in the comments down below. I'm curious your take. So all of a sudden you start hearing this thing over here and it is kind of mutually exclusive from this other thing too. And then we get the latest one that is Zion Williamson is not even close to making his return for the Pelicans. So now it doesn't look like he's going to play in the postseason let's say. And it's kind of ruling him out for the year if, even if they're ruling him out for the year indirectly with this. And this leak seems like it's coming from the Pelicans to be like, no, it's really bad. This is kind of on him and not on us. Now we're playing the game of leaks, which is what happened this past off season. When I can tell you for a fact, as we knew last year, there was a lot of friction between Zion, his people and the organization to the point where people inside the Pelicans thought he'd played his last game with the team. Ended up signing the extension. Everything's good now. And now we're getting into the same damn problem again. So the Pelicans, by leaking some of this stuff, say it's the Pelicans that are leaking that he's not ready to play in the postseason at all and they don't even think he's close. That you need to say 
on Friday when David Griffin gave that little mini presser because now it seems like you were hiding something from the fans. If you're going to do this, you need to put it all out there and you can't do it with parts that make you look good in the moment. And then his camp responds and now you need to respond. That doesn't work at all. And this is now a big problem. You have basically two hands not talking to one another, talking into the media and confusing fans and making the organization look stupid. To fans, to others around the NBA too. Because you don't need to be negotiating playing time with your own player in the media. This would have been better if the Pelicans had just stood by their original update, but not an update of, he's basically not ready yet and we'll let you know. But the fan uproar caused them to kind of go into damage control mode, which has now spiraled things out of control. And we're not talking about the game. This is dumb. This is dumb. The Pelicans in Zion need to get on the same page with what's going on here and kind of need to be unified in this and clear the air. Whether that is finding some sort of middle ground, both sides maybe need to budge a little bit of, okay, he can play in the first round but can't play in the play-in tournament if they make it that far. Or you've got to wonder if eventually he's going to get sick of this and request a trade. And some of you maybe want to trade him. And trust me, we'll have that conversation in the offseason too. We're going to have it about almost every player on this team. It's it's going to be a fun offseason. But this is just now such a mess. So if the Pelicans are going to come out and leak some of this stuff to Shams, man, just say it outright. Say it by David Griffin because Shams will then amplify it. So will Woj, so will others. And it doesn't look like it's being back-channeled in other ways and make all of this just look dumb and make it look like you were lying to the fans because that's not cool. I don't think the team owes you full transparency and injuries, but they shouldn't just outright lie to you about a lot of this stuff. And simply saying he's not ready yet was the truth, particularly because the statement from Shams today does say maybe he could play in the second round if they make it that far. You know, so that's, Part of the problem, right? You see it. It's just a jumbled, bungled mess. And it's annoying that we're doing a Tuesday show on this when they have a big game coming up. It's not fair to you who want to hear about the actual basketball being played. It's not fair to the other players too, who just don't probably want to deal with this and be involved in this at all. And unfortunately, that's the narrative around the team right now. Because it's the biggest story and it's what how it's going to go. So... Now what? Does Zion need to talk? Would that even be a good thing? I don't think so. And I'll explain why coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. You want to take Brandon Ingram to score more than 33 and a half points or Jonas Valanciunas to grab more than an 11 and a half rebounds while probably playing under 20, 25 minutes per? You can do that and you can win money. And Prize Picks is super simple. It's daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to six players, and if they go score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. And you're not competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. And prize picks offers projections on any sport you watch, including the NBA. 
Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy and it's also safe and they offer fast withdrawals and it's currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. So download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKDOWN. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget, enter promo code LOCKDOWN at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday and tomorrow, crossover, sorry, with Ryland Styles, host of Locked On Thunder, to break down the do or die matchup, the win or go home, a de facto game seven against the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's going to be right here, crossover, all basketball talk, and I'm looking forward to getting back to that. We'll have more time to talk about Zion in the offseason, but we do need to kind of address all of the leaks and everything going on today. And I just said, we're in the game of leaks now. Does that ever end well? Does that ever end well? Why are we doing this now? Why is this the dominant story around the team when it does not need to be? If the Pelicans had just kind of stuck to the line they had planned originally, whether that one bad day of PR would be fine, then we'd move on from this. If... They decided to be upfront and just put it all out there. We'd be gone from this, but they tried to straddle this in-between line and it just doesn't work. And this is the type of stuff that does turn fans off. It does harm the fan base. I think it's one thing for one person to be like, screw this. I'm not renewing my season tickets, but now you're seeing much more grumbling and it's not ideal. So how do you fix this, right? Is it just the transparency? Is it coming out and talking? And I've seen a lot of people say, Zion needs to talk. I think that's a poor idea. I think that's only going to make things look worse. For the most part, Zion and the team have done a good job of kind of towing a company line. Whether it was the Piano Man story and all of that, which we don't need to rehash all that today. And Zion came out and said all the right things at Media Day that day. Good. You know, he said all the right things when he signed his extension. Also good. But if he really wants to play and is now pissed off that the team's not going to let him play, if he comes out and speaks... And says, no. Well, here's the scenario. He gives an interview with Antonio Daniels. It would be something like that, right? Someone who would be a little friendly to him, who can, you know, kind of commiserate with him a little bit. And I love Antonio Daniels, and that's the right person to get Zion to really open up and talk and be truthful. But if Zion comes out and goes, no, my hamstring's healed, and that's kind of the indication we've gotten, right, is that the hamstring's healed. He's just not in the physical conditioning that he needs to be in to play NBA games. And I'm going to get to that in a second. You know... If he comes out and says, no, the hamstring's healed, I feel great, I feel like I could play right now. What good does that do anybody? What good does that do anybody if that's the case? There's just going to be people screaming, he should play, he should play, he should play. You're not wrong for necessarily thinking that, but if the medical staff says like, no, he's not ready yet, he could hurt himself again, now what do you do? Now what do you do? Does it force the Pelicans hand to play him when that's really not what they want to do. And they've tried to kind of now spin this and say, well, he's out of shape. So these two things now conflict again. And that's a problem. You kind of want to be unified in all of this and not really let people see that there's friction going on behind the scenes, even though we know there kind of, kind of is right now. It's not great. Or Zion comes out and says, what? You know, it's just taking longer to heal and... You know, I wish I was ready, but I'm not there yet. You know, it's not fully healed or I don't think I could make the kind of impact I want to make out there on the court. And he says that, which could be, you know, let's say that's truthful. People are just going to call him names. 
oh, he didn't take his conditioning seriously and things like that. You know, this what this guy we should trade him because. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't want to run. He doesn't want to get in a pool and do cardio and just wants to be lazy and he's fat. And you, it's just going to stir up bad things. There's nothing good coming from this. You know, I have some people screaming at me on Twitter today being like, clearly he doesn't take his conditioning well and all of those things. I'm like, man, he just had a hamstring injury. The way you, you deal with that is you just rest it. There's just not a lot you can do. It's not like you can get up and run and put it through work when it's just got to heal especially after having a setback, of course your conditioning is going to be worse. This shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. This is why their statement of Zion's not ready yet was fine. (laughs) It avoids all of this. The distraction around the team being a really big part, I think. This didn't need to go down this way. And it has, and this is where we are. And at this point, it's just everyone shut the heck up and let this blow over and focus on the game. Now, the problem is if they lose to the Thunder on Wednesday, this uproar is going to be louder. When really we should be looking at the team that played for the most part, losing that game to the Houston Rockets at home to the Orlando Magic and a couple of others that we could point out when they just weren't ready or prepared. And what do you do to change this roster to try and win again? Do there need to be tweaks to the coaching staff? Do they need to kind of evaluate the organization top to bottom? But it's going to be overblown and it's going to all be overshadowed, I should say, by the Zion talk. And that's very disappointing. And if I were a player, I'd be annoyed, but they get it too. It's just kind of the situation that now has kind of spiraled into this. So no, if we're looking at the questions of have the Pelicans handled this poorly? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with what they did in the beginning and I think they should have stuck with that. Or go the opposite end and just put it all out there. But this little leak stuff, which is going to upset Zion, which is going to make him leak stuff, which is going to put more pressure on the organization. And now none of this is good and it's all transparent. We can kind of really see what's going on. They should have, in my opinion, stuck with their line. I thought it was fine. But now here we are. The fans are more upset than they were the other day. None of this is great in a season that is largely disappointing. And we'll talk about kind of was the season a success or not when the season ends. And I gave some thoughts on that on ESPN radio on Monday with Gus Kattengill. The answer is yes and no. And here we are. Y'all okay? I'm calming down. I'm a little annoyed having to do this show. And now I'm going to go record with Ryland Stiles of Locked on Thunder to have this ready for y'all tomorrow where we talk actual basketball scouting report key matchups to watch all of that no one else is going to be able to come to you like that for this do or die matchup for the pelicans so make sure you tune in to locked on pelicans tomorrow as always i'm your host jake madison at nola jake on twitter and i'll see you all tomorrow with rylan